Hey guys, it is Tuesday, November 19th. It's a super cold, rainy morning in New England, and we are on our way to Boston to do some sourcing. Barreling down 95. No, are we on 95 or 295? 95. We're barreling down 95. And we wanted to put out another podcast episode. We've been talking about what we want to talk about. And I think it's super important we have decided to talk about some of the risks that we have taken that have not gone so well. Whenever we take risks with our business, Lindsay and I talk about the plan and we always position ourselves to take that risk but the risk will not break our business and let me break down exactly what we're talking about it's important to to take these risks when you're growing as a business and in the reselling world there's certainly a lot of risks that you are taking literally in every single thing that you are purchasing to flip every single pair that we buy is a very small risk and those those small little risks add up to a big risks both uh, in terms of money, in terms of time spent, in terms of uh, a lot of things. And short term, we are about to take a small risk. We are testing building out a sourcing team that goes out into the world, uh, maybe even potentially farther than we normally reach in order to source more inventory. Now, of course, that's going to be a monetary risk. It's going to be a risk in are they sourcing good enough pairs. Uh, it's going to be a risk in time spent in training those people. And we have set it up so that if it works, our business is going to grow dramatically. But if it does not work, it's not going to affect our current business. And here's what we mean. This risk when we are taking, yes, it's going to take more time. Yes, it's going to be uh, take up more of our money but we personally are still gonna do the sourcing that we normally do we don't sacrifice the brunt of our business to take this next step and we think it's important we've done this a lot over the last two and a half three years um, since we started reselling full-time back in June of 2017 we have taken risks like this and it certainly has worked sometimes And there has been plenty of times where it has absolutely failed. But again, the reason that we think that it's important to put out this type of podcast is to really evaluate when you're going to take a risk and maybe try a new marketplace or try a new sourcing strategy or try a new niche altogether to do so in a manner, in a thoughtful, planned out manner so that if it does flop on its face, if it absolutely fails, you're not left with nothing. You're not left with no money coming in. When we get back from this quick short break, we're going to talk about a few situations where it absolutely did not work at all. But as you'll see, it did not affect the brunt of our business. And we're back. It's a little... <laughs> That's my. I love coming back in from a little commercial like the SNL skit. And we're back. It is a little after 8 a.m. We've been on the road for about an hour. We're going south of where we live in Maine, heading down to the Massachusetts area to do some sourcing. We love putting out these short, quick podcasts. Today, we're talking about taking risks. That's not You've heard it a thousand times, but it's our experience 
that it's important to take these well thought out risks. Yes, they are still risks, but the risks that we have taken in growing our business have always been methodical. So if they flop, if they're an absolute failure, our business does not crumble. We have two flops that we wanna share with you guys in hopes that you can leapfrog some of our mistakes, but also see some of the mentality that we have when we're going into these uh, risky situations. The first risks that the first risk that we took was when we decided to try a new marketplace called Virage Sale. Not garage sale, Virage Sale with a V. It is just one of dozens of marketplaces that connects you with local buyers. It's an app that you download on your phone. There's certain groups that you can join in your local area. And we have heard, we had heard uh, good things and bad things about it. And we had the ability to spend some time learning this new marketplace. So we first downloaded the app. We started looking at what mar- what local groups within Virage Sale there was. And ironically, there was only two. We thought there was going to be more local groups, but there was only two groups where we lived in Maine uh, within, you know, I think a 25 to 30 mile radius of us that we could join. We had to apply, quote in air quotes, we had to apply and then get approved to be in that group. I think uh, they wanted to create some exclusivity. They wanted to create uh, like a a community thing. Whoever was running that group uh, after three or four days allowed us to enter the group. We then spent uh, the entire day adding listings. I think we spent at least 50, right? It was, it was about 50 listings. We already had the photos taken. We already had the descriptions. So we spent a significant amount of time um, within the Virage Sale Marketplace adding 50 plus listings. And we were gonna give ourselves one month. We were gonna continue to add more listings as it went. We, we, we told ourselves we're gonna give it one month and see how it goes. Now, the key with this situation is, yes, it was a risk. Yes, it was time. We uh, gave ourselves the month, but we didn't stop selling. At that time, we were selling a lot on Facebook Marketplace. We were putting a lot of stuff up on LetGo, on OfferUp. Um, I think we had we had just started testing the waters on Poshmark, and we were starting to see a little bit of sales, a couple sales a week. But we had the time, and we wanted to expand. We, we weren't getting as many sales overall, so we thought, hey, let's try this Marketplace. So we, we put the 50 listings up, and they sat there. I think we got one or two uh, inquiries, uh, definitely not within the seven days that we had listed, but after a week, someone had mentioned, uh, had asked us a simple question, we responded, and then we never heard from them again. Um, we thought, hey, why don't we be more active in the community rather than just post stuff? So we looked through, and just to test the situation, there was a $5 bookend that we thought might be cool. So we wanted to test the other end of the marketplace and say, hey, what is it like as a buyer? So we reached out and we said, are these still available? Never heard back. Uh, we reached out again and said, hey, we really love these. Um, you know, Are you open to meet? We'd love to buy these $5 bookends and we never ever heard back. And we chose the person who was running the group because we figured they'd, they're running the group. They'd be the most active. Never heard back. We listed some more things a couple weeks later. 
uh, literally zero, zero sales. We gave it a month, we got zero sales. We said, you know what, for whatever reason, this, this is not working for us. We took down all our listings after 30 days and we decided to move on to the next. Again, we were using all our other marketplaces. We were still active in all those other marketplaces. It was an absolute flop after a month. So we took down those listings and we moved on. It's super important to you gauge how long is enough time, give it enough time. For us, 30 days was enough time. We got zero traction, so we said, this isn't working, let's move on to the next marketplace. We then put our time into the other ones. That was flop number one. And flop number two is our biggest one, I think, that we uh, had great intentions, we, it was thoroughly thought out, we came up with a really good game plan, and it absolutely smashed us in the face. It was a huge fail, and we lost money. Let's break it down. We were about a year into it, into reselling. Less, maybe? I, I can't remember if it was one year or a few months. Let's say it's less than a year. We were full steam ahead on Facebook Marketplace. We were doing really, really well with Facebook Marketplace in Maine. At that point, we had daily sales. We were posting to 10 plus groups uh, every day, multiple shoes. We were we had a good rhythm going on Facebook. We were waking up, we were going and doing deliveries every single day. As always, we say, okay, now how can we grow this part of our business? The one weakness we had was, this was before you could really post across the country. You could, re- it, was, it was all local groups that you would join. Um, you could try to join other groups in other states, but this was early on in Facebook Marketplace when um, there wasn't, as, as far as we know, there wasn't any shipping going on. There wasn't any, uh, you, weren't, you actually weren't allowed to join groups like in California if you lived in Maine. They wanted to build um, the local sense of community. And we were doing really, really good, but we had, we, had, we had come to a ceiling. So we said, hey, we came up with this thoughtful plan where if we built trust in someone in another state, what if we dropped off a bunch of inventory with them, we gave them all the photos for that inventory, and they did exactly what we were doing in our local area in Maine, but they did it in, for example, Vermont. <laughs> so picture you were a reseller. Our goal was to drop off all that inventory, so free to you, give you all the photos, give you everything you needed to win, and then we would take a cut of each sale. You would go and do the deliveries, you would do the meetups, we would teach you exactly what we're doing, and you wouldn't have to worry about sourcing. So we reached out to some friends and family that we knew in Vermont. We lived in Maine, Vermont was far enough away where we couldn't reach that demographic, that market. We reached out through, the, through our friends and family, we got connected with a few individuals. We weren't just gonna send them 50 pairs of shoes. We needed to sit down and actually have a conversation and build some trust. So friends of friends of friends said, hey, we've got some people that might be interested. We decided to go over. Uh, Ironically, we had some friends that needed us to house sit. So during that time, we were going to connect with, grab coffee with as many people as we could in Vermont in order to build a relationship so that we could grow this part of our business. 
we met some people we didn't have really a good vibe about and then we met one individual Nicholas we'll call him Nicholas and we'll tell you why we're calling him Nicholas at the end we sat down with Nicholas and we had coffee amazing individual amazing young man we thought we we told him exactly what our game plan was we told him uh, you know this is what our end goal is we want to provide you with all the inventory that you can handle so that you can deliver in your local market you the only thing you'll have to worry about is literally posting the pictures that we give you and delivering this is how much money we make this is the cut that we want you'll still make a significant amount of money is that something that interests you Nicholas said that sounds like a great idea uh, it was a young man college student said this would be great for me because I do have to go to school but I, I do have the extra time and if it's just in the local area like you guys are doing this is something that I think is doable we said all right let us put some more thought to it because now we've sat down with you Lindsay and I came back we had a, a long conversation do we trust this individual uh, we did we trusted him he was a friend of a friend of a friend uh, after sitting down with him for an hour and talking with him he seemed like he had a, we, we learned about what else he has going on we then said hey we want to connect with you again we sat down a second time almost like a second interview we said here are some of the pitfalls that we might run into uh, you know when it comes to X Y and Z we talked about everything that we could possibly think of the second time we then left and said hey we feel really good about the situation we feel good about him we feel good about the vibe we feel good about the market this is where taking risks for us is super important to think out through the strategy we started with 50 pairs now if we only had 60 pairs in our inventory it would not make sense to take such a big risk to give 50 pairs to an individual to give him most of our inventory and then say hey okay we're gonna go back to maine uh we'll see you we had set up a google sheets we had set up a way to contact uh you know instantly if anything came up and then an instant way to pay out everything was in stone but still it's a risk to give someone 50 pairs that we had purchased um, in order to build the business we wouldn't take that risk unless we had hundreds and hundreds of pairs unless it was a very small part of our business and at that time it was a small 50 pairs yes it was still a big financial crunch but it was still a small part of our business so after talking about it really thoughtfully um, working it out we said let's do this we drop off the 50 pairs we airdrop uh, him the the photos from all that and all he's got to do now is post and then we never heard from him again <laughs> literally this young man stole 50 pairs of shoes from us never heard from him again we texted him we reached out through all the social media platforms we reached out to the people that he knows that all of a sudden wouldn't respond to us the effing kid stole 50 pairs from us now with that said something may have come up something he may have changed his mind blah 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 but we have not been able to communicate we were open hey 
guys, this is harder than I thought. This is hard. Like, we had had the conversations. We had worked out strategy based on things that may, can't, may have come up. And then we never heard from him ever again. To this day, we have never heard from him. And to this day, Nicholas, we're still on the hunt. We don't have the ability to, to drive to Vermont all the time. Not sure if he's still even in Vermont. But we're going to find him someday. We're going to bump into him and we're going to smile. I'm going to give him a stern handshake and we're going to say, what the hell happened? Or we may never see him ever again. But bottom line is we lost 50 pairs of shoes. Now, this is the point of today's podcast. It was super important. It could have gone really, really well. It could have gone, hey, I sold through those 50. I need 50 more. We would drop off 50 more and we would just keep going. Then we'd grow into other states and do this thing. It could have gone really, really well. And that would have escalated our business tremendously. In this situation, it absolutely flopped. It failed. We lost the money. We uh, lost all the time that we spent in talking to him. Uh, it definitely was a ding on our pride. We thought we had done something wrong. Uh, hindsight is twenty twenty. Of course, we, maybe we should have started with 20 pairs. Maybe we should have started with 10 pairs. But again, it was a risk. We wanted to take the reward would have been great this uh, ended up being a huge flop we learned from it we grew we obviously didn't end up uh you know doing that in any other scenario and we held our shoes close to us and said all right let's think of a different way that we can grow our business two big flops uh we wanted to share the flops because we've had many successes when it has absolutely worked when we've grown our business that'll be for a future episode the point of the story on this beautifully rainy uh, morning is it's important to take risks, but make sure that those risks are thought out, thought through. Think about the things that can go wrong and then evaluate, is this something that if it goes absolutely wrong, will destroy my business? Or if it goes absolutely wrong, the business is still going to go. We'll be bummed, but we still can move forward. We're still going to be profitable. Uh, the adventure continues, guys. We enjoy sharing what's working for us. We enjoy sharing our, our losses. We definitely enjoy sharing our wins so you can leapfrog some of the mistakes that we've made and get to those consistent wins. And we're going to continue to do that on a daily basis. If you have any questions, you can send us a voice message right here through our podcast. You can reach out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We've downloaded TikTok. We're putting out some things on TikTok. There's lots of ways to win. There's lots of ways to connect with us. We're 100% open to answer all your questions all the time. The adventure continues. We are sending you our best from the road.